Hello and welcome back to episode 12 of the Circuit Breaker podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all of you who have been actively listening to the podcast. Uh, I even understand that someone's uh, walking stairs and listening to me also. Lah. So whatever rocks your boat, I hope that I've been bringing you interesting content from my own life uh, and a lot of reflections on how I've been thinking about things. Over the last few days, it almost seems like there's been more light at the end of the tunnel with community cases all dropping and dipping, right? There's a lot of great news surrounding the fact that our discharge rates for COVID patients have started to supersede the infected rates, which honestly is great news. And there's even been, I guess, a really cute video of nurses from, I think, Changi General Hospital uh, who were celebrating excitedly with a patient who was getting discharged. And I think it's honestly super cool having so many great things happen, right? Because it just sucks to keep reading crappy headlines. Like I've said before, I want this podcast to really try and focus on the good that's happening around us because it's super easy to just kind of slam and whack people. But honestly, I've been finding it really hard. And that's just because I realized that even though like there's good all around us, right? There are so many people who very easily find the bad in the good, you know? That kind of confuses me, right? There are a lot of people who want to find, I guess, something new to complain about. So even with good things that are happening around us, they will always find something about it to kind of screw over. So in all the midst of all this good news, I just wanted to talk about some good headlines, which I feel people out there have massacred with their bad attitudes. So the first piece of news that really caught my attention was the fact that uh, homegrown tech and gaming company Razer uh, came out about a month ago announcing that they would convert their manufacturing arms to produce masks. Uh, and yes, many of these people, I guess, speculated that we will get an RGB version of a mask. Unfortunately, the masks, I guess, don't go. Uh, and according to another report, they actually even helped manufacture some medical equipment as well. And it's all, I think, really kind of good because you see how a lot of these businesses are giving up their core business models uh, to really aid uh, the society at large and to aid the community by producing some of these equipment. And at first, when I heard the news, I was really pretty amazed because most brands out there, uh, I guess, are trying to still kind of recoup losses. They're still trying to jump on some form of a circuit breaker or COVID bandwagon and do something that seemingly is meant to be helpful, but honestly just comes across as poor marketing, right? And in this case, I guess Razer being a company during this time that could have easily profited over the sales of gaming equipment, right? Because everybody's really bored. Still kind of gave up some portion of manufacturing uh, to create masks for all of us. Then I kind of thought to myself, being a Singaporean myself, right? That, wow, confirm them expensive one, right? I mean, have you seen their mouse pads? <laughs> you, know? you know, thinking that you'll be Razer branded and all, I, I assumed that it was going to be expensive. Lah. You know, then the news broke that the masks were free. So I think they're going to be distributed all across the island through about 20 vending machines. And here it is, uh, they will dispense over 5 million masks for free. This is on top of 1 million masks that they've also sent overseas, right, for other people to use. And I think one of the things that kind of caught everybody's attention and everybody was kind of making a lot of noise about it was the fact that in order for you to kind of access the mask or to get one for yourself, you would have to download Razer Pay which is their mobile wallet, kind of like your Grab wallet, PayLa, and then you would scan a QR code and you will get a free mask. That's it, right? And then came all these keyboard warriors, right? Everybody who came out saying, oh my God, like, Razer is trying to steal our data, right? And it's not really free. And some really technical people went to use big words like user acquisition. Now, 
I just want to say for all you data warriors out there, right? You have more data out there in the world than you can imagine. So long as you have a Facebook account or an Instagram account, there's not a lot about you that is uh, really private. All right? Next, what's the big deal? In this day and age, right, everybody is like, oh, I support local, you should buy local, you know, you must kind of like really help Singaporean brands. Hey, Razer not Singaporean brand. Ah. Razer is a homegrown local brand one, right? And honestly, I guess the truth is, if you don't want to give up your data, don't get a mask. Don't ask for a mask to be free and then don't want to kind of give it up because they're giving it out to you on their terms. You know, it's like a local business tell you, I'm going to give you free chai tao kuei, right? But then you have to come down and pick it up. And you're like, Wallahi, why must I come down and pick it up? You know, and of course you might be saying, no lah, data is different. You all cannot just compare, you know, like free things and data all, you know, very important. Look, I get it. I get it that your data is important. And I guess Razor CEO Ming Liang Tan also came up with a bit of a response to explain, right? Like he basically talked about the fact that they don't have access to NRIC information that is used as a precaution. And also this is kind of a means to make sure that no Chao Kuan Singaporeans just go and grab free masks for no reason, right? Because we all know we will do it, right? Okay. And I think there are of course some things that he said that may be questionable. But I guess the real question I'm asking is, so what if it's a data play? So what if behind it all, Razer was trying to look for user data that they could use for user acquisition, right? Now, if you decided that you want a Razer mask, and in exchange, you provide some data, that's your way of being able to support a local business. Now, of course, people are going, no, la, Razer public already, they're very rich. Whatever, guys. Like, honestly, just look at facts for facts, right? And I think just look at things as objectively as you can. If you can help a local brand and you want to kind of reap the rewards of having a free mask, all they're asking you is to download an app and scan a QR code. You've taken more NTUC free vouchers by doing the same thing, but you don't think about it that way. You don't think about NTUC is giving me $5, so like, yeah, I give up my data, right? Now, you can have your own opinions whether or not this is a low move or not. All I'm saying is, if we look at the facts objectively, it's a fair exchange. And don't tell me about what happens if an old person, an ama gives up their data. Please. You're telling me that they've got so much data to use in marketing presentations, is it? Oh, uh, 80% of our database is at the tail end of their lives and they are a perfect target audience for this new Razer credit card we are launching. Obviously, they are not going to be the right people. And this is just a move, I guess, by a company that is just trying to do its part and trying to help. You don't need to accept the help. And I think that's totally fair and fine, yeah? The second headline that in recent times has kind of been catching on like wildfire is how much people are going to be paid if they became a COVID swabber. So Singapore has been looking for more people. There's been a recruitment ad that has gone out to hire more nose swabbers, the guys that actually have to conduct the actual tests to figure out if you have COVID-19 or not. And on these recruitment ads, you would see a lucrative salary of about $3,800 and $3,400 for a swab assistant. Uh, and the requirements are pretty, I guess, uh, straightforward, but at the same time, there's a lot of things to kind of consider, right? Like, you've got to be medically fit with no chronic illnesses, you've got to be proficient in languages, uh, you must be able to work shifts and extended working hours, and you have to wear personal protective equipment. So there was recently this Facebook post that really got healthcare workers riled up, right? And in particular, nurses, because they were comparing how much nurses are being paid uh, to the potential that these no-swabbers were going to be paid. Uh, and I, again, I think the nurse in question felt that it was really unjustifiable 
Uh, and I can understand from her point of view when she looks at it that way. In her shoes, looking at how much these seemingly untrained professionals are getting, right, it might seem like, why, why are people kind of like pegging and giving others more money to do a job uh, when they should maybe be using that same budget to pay nurses more? And I get it. Totally get it. This, unfortunately, is a universal view that I think most of us would have experienced before. Because you and I know that when we work at any place, we always question how much some other people are getting, right? We're like, well, wow, this one, how he become boss one? How he earn this kind of money, right? We are always comparing. And that is where it's superhuman to do it. And I totally understand and I empathize. I empathize that we do it all the time. So it's nothing new. And sure, maybe healthcare workers should get a review of their pay after this is all over. But this to me is what's up about the problem, right? We need swabbers. And many healthcare professionals like doctors, nurses, and med techs have also been asked to volunteer to help. Volunteer, guys. Volunteer, okay? They're not paid to help. They're asked to volunteer. But the real issue lies in the fact that there aren't enough no swabbers. There aren't enough people that can go about the dormitories, especially with the extent that this COVID-19 has been spreading, to actually help uh, test every single person as quickly as they can. This is what we call a true need, all right? Besides that, there are many people honestly right now who have also lost their jobs and are looking for some income to sustain their families. This is an opportunity for them to do some good and help themselves out. I mean, you want to talk about what's unfair? It's unfair that some people had to lose their jobs. It's unfair that migrant workers had to get COVID. It's unfair that healthcare workers have to face the brunt of the situation. And it's unfair that many elderly cleaners have to go out there and still be exposed to the virus. The truth is, there are many things that are unfair about this world and the situations we are in. I'm not saying that one viewpoint is more important than the other. And you are totally entitled to your opinion. And whether something is fair or not seems to be a matter of perspective today. But the fact is, we need swabbers. And so far, we've had to rely on volunteers to meet the rising cases and numbers in dormitories. I feel like sometimes we've got to measure our opinions really carefully, right? Before just throwing it out there. You want someone to believe in you, don't just go out there and hit a gong. Nobody's going to care. You're just going to make noise. You're going to get a community of people really riled up and upset. Go out there and try and make something of your situation, right? And I, I noticed that since then, the post has been taken down. I mean, maybe she was pressured into taking it down because of her bosses. Who cares? If anything, we need to kind of incite less hate and gain more empathy for each other. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like at this time, right, what we need less of, right, is people kind of like standing their ground and making themselves feel more important than others. For all other times in Singapore, we, sure, we've, we've always made it fair for anybody to kind of voice their opinions or whatever. But I think right now, like we need to try and band together. And all these things, and I think what she said can be valid in her own opinion. That's fine. And yes, people should treat healthcare workers better. Yes, maybe they should be paid more. But I think if you've got to shit on another initiative, right, that is meant to be good, to feel better about yourself, it's a real sad time to be alive. And this applies to all the good and positive headlines that we've been seeing that people have been screwing over. Because I think instead of just talking, right, like maybe you can try and do something good about yourself, right? I mean, instead of just talking, right, I think you can do something good, right? And I was really inspired. I wanted to share with you guys a story about a 100-year-old World War II veteran in the UK by the name of Captain Tom Moore. 
Captain Tom Moore has single-handedly raised $40 million for the British Health Services. And get this, uh, he did so by walking. Not talking, uh, walking. All right? Captain Moore walked about 100 laps of about a 25-meter walk uh, by his garden on a brick patio. And he was dressed in a blue jacket with all his medals from the war and a walker in his hand. And he trudged along step by step. And each step was kind of captured online through live streams on giving sites. And people stepped up to give as he walked. Can you imagine for a moment, right, if all our claps amounted to anything, right? Everybody's clapping outside a window, then, whoa, money's raised. Obviously, <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? But Captain Moore's story is one of really amazing zeal that by simply walking, he could help raise funds. But his act was not just one about money. His act was about bringing people together. Because him walking gave everyone a reason to support a cause. And it did not push people away based on petty comments or divided opinion. And I think one of the things I learned from this was you can silence the people before you in action, right? But you can't silence them with louder words. Because loud words have never amounted to anything, right? If you want to have a good case example, look at Trump, right? And his tweets. He's constantly tweeting about stupid things. Right? And his words don't help anyone. So don't be a Trump. And you know what? Really at this time, I think the best thing that you and I can do, if we have nothing to do or say, is just do nothing. Don't create hate. Don't stir the pot. And if you like need to kind of de-stress yourself, go and buy some cheap alcohol from DFS iShop Changi. Right? They're having a 70% sale. This is not sponsored by them. It's not a plug. But go and do something about it for yourself. There's another big amazing news that I wanted to share with you and it was something that was shared by a local comedian, Rishi Budrani. Uh, and he shared on his Facebook where together with a few customers of Old Chunky, they waited patiently in queue uh, as they allowed the Malay ladies who were working there to take a short break and uh, break fast. Now, this to me must have been a really amazing sight. You know, to see and to experience. There was no complaining, just patience and love. Right? And these are the stories that I feel are worth sharing. These are the stories that we should be amplifying and talking about. And we should be building people up and we should be encouraging people to see others in better light. Because things are getting better. And so we can all soak in a little bit more of that positivity and live in that moment. Don't live in the moment that sucks. Lah, you know. And if we all focus on the good of a situation, we'll all sleep a little better. I choose to believe that there are great people out there doing amazing things. So I don't want to let us have a little negativity that drowns off the efforts of everyone who's working hard. So once again, I must say first and foremost, thank you to all our healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, med techs, receptionists, anyone who's working in hospitals. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. For those of you who know someone who has signed up to be a swabber, go and thank them as well. Because that's a true need that we, that we require in this time. And for the rest of us, we can just stay home and do our part. We don't have to rush out once we hit 1st June. I mean, if you've taken a look at the news, right, South Korea and Germany are paying the price for a second wave of COVID-19 right now just because everybody decided to go and party. So I think what we just need to kind of do together as a group of human beings that love one another is to share positivity to one another, to share positivity around us. Don't push people away. Don't divide people at this time. Stay vigilant. Stay safe. And really stay positive. So I mean, that's what this entire episode is about. I think we all love a good complaint because we're all Singaporeans, right? But there's just a time right now where 
if we can make sure that our words band people together and not push people aside, I think we'll do a lot more good than we can ever. So I hope that you take care and I hope to see you guys sometime soon. Uh, I hope to be able to go out as well, hopefully soon. Uh, but until next time, please take care, stay home and stay safe. Have a great week ahead.